If you want to overcome the negativity and make your dream a reality, listen to today's Preschool All-Stars story. Samiko Chilton had big dreams of starting her own early childhood program. She'd been teaching in the district and had been talked down to about her dream by unsupportive co-workers. Then she decided to take her destiny into her own hands. Listen in to discover how you can leave the negativity behind and start your own preschool too. As mothers who need to add money to the family budget, we thought we only had two options. Get a job and put our kids in daycare or start a home daycare. But what if there was a third option, a better way that would allow you to create a consistent income and make a difference in children's lives while still staying home with your kids? I'm Joy Anderson, and this is the Preschool All-Stars Podcast, where I'm going to share exactly how myself and thousands of other moms have created successful preschools so you can do the same. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Preschool All-Stars Podcast. I am Bethany Johnson, and I'm joined today by Samiko Chilton. How are you doing today, Samiko? I am doing good. We're so excited to have you. We're doing great. Perfect. And I can't wait to hear about what's going on in your life right now. But I always like to get a little background first about what was going on before you started to start a preschool. All right. So before I started the preschool, I was actually, I've been working with kids for 29 years. Oh, wow. Yes. Close to 29 years. Okay. And I taught pre-K and I taught years. Uh, what I've been doing is teaching kindergarten for the past two years. And I actually finished off my year this year to actually launch my preschool on my own. So, oh, yeah. Yes, yes. I'm so excited. Um, so, yes. So, that's basically what I've been doing beforehand. I went to school, got my master's in. I always told myself that I wanted to actually have my own school. And I do remember um, one of the food ladies when I worked in Head Start teaching pre-K, she was asking me what I wanted to do. And I told her, and it was like she tried to kind of doubt me and tear me away from it, uh, basically because she was saying that it would be hard, like trying to be with the food program and being out on your own and trying to all of that like with the state and all of that I'm thinking to myself I've had a daycare before I've been with the state before but I was like oh really you know I just kind of kept going I was like you're not gonna deter me because one day I'm going to have my own preschool so thanks to Joy I yes Uh, awesome Uh, we don't need any of that negative energy in here get rid of that lady no no that's why I was like eh it's not I don't understand what goes through someone's mind when you tell someone like your plan and they're like, no, you can't do that. Like, what? Excuse me. That makes me want to do it more. Yeah. That's just what I was going to say. That makes you want to do it even harder. Like Exactly. Yes. So were you teaching pre uh, kindergarten with the school district? Yes. Kindergarten with the school district. Um, Pre-K was basically with Head Start. And that was with um, two different, um, we have like Broken Arrow, Oklahoma here, and then we have like Tulsa. So in Broken Arrow, they had like a head start that was basically called CARD. And that was through a community action uh, resource and development. 
And then um, I went with CAP, which was Community Action Project. And okay. both of those were two different entities, but um, awesome programs. And it really like got me started when I was with CAP. That was where I actually was able to go to school and get my master's. Because one thing I can say about CAP is they push you to further your education. Like they, a lot of their staff, they don't want them to just sit there. Their goal is for you to get further ahead, push you to get your education, and they help you by assisting you by paying for it. So, wow, that is yes. amazing. Yes, totally. Yes. That. So, did you get your master's in early childhood? Yes. Yeah, so, my master's is in curriculum instruction with early childhood education. Awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, okay, that's exciting. Okay. So, what made you want to go out on your own, and how did you find joy? So, um, again, I've always said that that was what I wanted to do is go out on my own, on my own preschool. That was what pushed me. Um, I had one of my staff actually at CAP that pushed me to get my master's. Um, and I was like, you know what, when I do it, then this is my opportunity to really just branch out and be able to learn the curriculum of it, mm -hmm. figure it all out and go for it. And the way I found joy was basically just on Facebook. Like I had been seeing it come across like over and over but you know how you get so much stuff that come yeah. across your Facebook you don't know what's real you don't know what's right big. you don't know you know so I just kept passing it up and passing it up so when we hit the pandemic I was like you know what it doesn't hurt to try a free book and I can pay seven dollars for shipping and handling yeah. why not yeah so I did it and I was like okay well if the book comes and I know it's real if it doesn't there's seven dollars yeah. right <laughs> so when it came I was like yes so I I honestly I skimmed through it and I sat it down I sat it down for several months until so that was like in March when I received February March is when I received my book okay I actually didn't open it back up until like uh November December okay and when I dug into it and it was like I actually joined the uh preschool uh system okay. and I was seeing it and I started seeing where she was having her YouTube pages I started listening and I was like okay this lady's serious like <laughs> she's all about trying to help and like what what I, what can I do so it just pushed me to really just get the book I started taking notes and I really um one of the YouTube, I can't remember the lady's name, but it was when she talked about, she went over how she did her, um, her online preschool and, uh, showed like, like samples of her and her kids and all of that. And I took detailed notes from that. And I was like, I can do that. And then it dawned on me and I said, you know what? I'm teaching kindergartners online. What am I thinking about? What have I been waiting? <laughs> yeah, totally. Absolutely. So it just, it was just like, I got to do this. So I was like, you know what? I can finish doing my kindergartners. And when I noticed that um, she was like in her book and the examples and just listening, reading the um, different posts in the preschool system, um, how it was different times that you can do. So I yeah. was like, okay, I can do after I get off work and I can try to pull and teach kids online. So that's how I got started with that. I dug deep into the book, took notes, started pulling into the YouTube and taking notes off of that going on. And there I go. <laughs> and the rest was history. It has been. Yes. And All I, right. Well, tell me about that. I want to know that stuff. Now that we got the background, what's going on now? 
so now I am actually going into local preschool and another one of our all-stars I love all-stars I love yeah. my all-star ladies they're <laughs> always like throwing out different things so another lady had posted about um the little mobile homes or sheds that you can get and I was like what like, um, and I, what are they, like portables yes okay like okay. you can do the portables or you know how they have like all these little around Oklahoma we have all these little coffee shops that are popping up and they're in like these little mobile like homes okay. and they're mobile but they're just like hot in a parking lot okay or something you know just different places so I was like I see all these different places so I started researching and went to the site that she had posted about it and um started going like to the Home Depot, the Lowe's and pulling up all the different like sizings and all of that. So, and I stay on the corner a lot. I have property, I have enough land. So I was like, instead of me trying, cause at first I'll tell you, I was really trying to figure out how I can find a place to do a local preschool. Right. And um, I was thinking about like renting out a two bedroom home, all of this craziness. <laughs> and <laughs> Finally, I was like, you know what? I have the property. So I talked to my husband and talked to my mom, spoke to my pastor, my church, just just getting feedback from different people. Yeah. And finally, I went and now I'm having a preschool built on my property in my backyard. Oh, my goodness. So, That's so cool. Yes. Yes. So I'm excited. Um, I did have a setback. Reason being is because of the weather. Oklahoma mm. weather has been crazy. <laughs> Pretty much all over has been crazy. So yeah. it's been a lot of it's been a lot of rain and in the process of them doing everything, it kept raining and kept raining. So it kind of pushed my date back and kept pushing it back. So they're not complete with all of it. They have one half done, the other half is still open. So yeah. So is I'm that gonna, is it one of those portable things, one of the, the mobile things, or is it like a built like an actual brick and mortar building? Well, so mine was, I don't know, it can be mobile if I wanted it to, because okay. I, what I did was, um, I actually did a foundation of concrete, and okay. I really didn't have to, but I wanted to, because I didn't really want it sitting on the ground, even though they build a floor in the inside of it, so um, I went and picked out, like, a, a shed type um, building, mm -hmm. but I got it, like, where it's, it's like 400 or something square feet. Okay. There. Nice. And um, so I made it to where if I, I, I probably wouldn't, but my husband was like, I think we would want to take it, but probably wouldn't. I would leave it here. But um, it's on the concrete to where you can actually, like, if you wanted move to it. move, yeah, yeah, you just have to pay. Yeah, one yeah. Of those big old moving trucks to put it on top of there and all of that. Yeah. Well, if you ever move, just take the whole thing with you. That's that's a good idea. I mean, I that is a nice option. Uh, <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> okay. So, but you are doing online right now before your local starts. So I I'm not I'm taking a break right now, but okay. I do have like a couple of online students because I had a student that was in Houston. Okay. And um. I but you were him. doing online. When did you start the online class? I started in March. So okay. it was uh, spring break with our district. That week, I was like, okay, that's the week where I'm off. I don't have to worry about lesson plans, anything. Yep. I can strictly focus on getting my online preschool going. So that's when I started. So I started in March of this year. Okay. And I actually ended um, 
the last day of our district uh, uh, school, which was the 28th of May. Okay. And so tell me how that was. How did that work? How'd you get students? How, how was that? So with that, it was just the marketing. Um, family did you do the founding? I, yeah, the script. Yes, I did yeah. the founding family script. I did do that. I didn't do the seven, um, seven and seven because I came in after that. So I did the 30 day challenge. And after I okay. finished that, then that's when I posted my family uh, founding script. And just kind of sent it to old parents that I had, like with the daycare, when I had my daycare um, friends, sent it to my son. Uh, he has like friends that have kids now. So he shared it and I just kind of marketed it that way, word of mouth, putting it out on Facebook, having people share it, all of that. So that's how I ended up getting that. And, okay. just and what there. were the times that you did? So the times that I did was four to four, four to four thirty, okay. and then um, later on I did four to four thirty, and then I did a five to five thirty. Okay, and you had so you had one class. It was the same kids, and what days was it on? So I do Monday through Thursday, but I split it up to where um, like my five and five thirty, they will come like Monday, um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then my other ones would be like the four to four thirty. Okay. Okay. Cool. And how many kids did you have in that? I had five. Um, I started off with six. I ended up with the five because one of my parents, um, she just basically kind of did the recordings of it. So he never really showed up and then eventually um, stopped like even doing the recordings and all of that. But um, I started off with five, which was good. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. So did you have it? You you did recorded classes and then um, you had like the preschool pals? Is that how I it did. Okay. So what I did was on Monday, I would do a recorded class. And that was just basically to introduce the week, to let them know everything that we will be going over. Okay. Um, that way they can have all the different activities prepared for the for the rest of the days of the week. I would let them know kind of like what days we will be doing, what activities. And if there was an activity for that week, I would either email it if it needs something to that was emailed to them, or I would mail it out if it was something that needed to be mailed out. Some of them that was like locally, um, I would just deliver it. But like for my Houston um, student, I would actually mail heels out and make sure that we did our activities on a day that I knew that it would be getting to him so that he could be included. Okay, cool. And do you have like a special niche to your preschool? Is it just the preschool concepts? You know, is there any, any specific thing that you marketed other than just the normal preschool classes? You know, like some people do Spanish or I did. um, I actually have the Spanish on there. I had the, um, I have the active kids. I just recently um, backed out of the active kids, um, but I did have it and I did do it with them. They actually enjoyed a lot of it, but a lot of them that um, the songs that Joy already had on there, they enjoyed those a lot more. So I kind of geared towards those more with the Spanish. Um, I didn't do the the lessons with them yet. I was basically kind of putting that more towards my local, but um, some of the things that I did was I would do like videos of the days of the week that will be in Spanish and English. Mm-hmm. I would do like randomly like do a number or here and there that was Spanish and English so that they can like hear the different of it. But that was some of the things that I just did. Um, just pinpointing like days that I did taught Spanish. I didn't do that. I'm going to basically do that with my local. 
Okay. Tell me a little bit about the active kids. Cause I saw people talking about that on the all-stars group, but I didn't look more into it, but tell me about that. Cause I'm interested. Oh so, yes. So active kids is actually really interesting. Um, they have yoga, they have like karate. Um, they have like cheerleading. So if you have the little girls that want to do the cheerleading, they have all of that. They have like a toddler sweat class. Um, uh, older kids class it's just broken down into different classes and you get to choose which one you want to do uh, once you uh, become a member and you can just go to that particular one like for example if I wanted to do karate that day I would go to the karate and then go down and look at the different videos that they had and I would choose that but the main one that I did was basically like the toddler one and I loved it because some of the like when I was doing circles she has uh, one of the ladies did an activity where it pulled in circles and she had the shape included with her activity that she would do. Like she would show the shape, show the color, all of that type of stuff. So it was like, it kind of like, if you really like paid attention and go, go through the video mm-hmm. and you could have tied it into whatever you were doing that week. So okay. I liked it. It was really yeah. good. So other than the toddler one, did they have classes for each specific, um, what am I trying to say? Each specific age. That's what I'm trying to say. Did they yeah, have like, they had, okay. They had the little ones and they had the older ones. And honestly, some of the workouts can be for adults. Yeah. Like, I was just yeah. like, I can do this. Like I would get tired working out with them. I was like, I'm out of yeah. breath. And how long are, are the lessons or the videos? 30 minutes. Oh, like, wow. That's a lot. Minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. why I was like, I would get, so I wasn't able to actually do the whole video. I would right. like break it up because, yeah. you know, you're doing your, your preschool power, yeah, yeah. basically 30 minutes. So I would like break it up and like do a little bit. If I was like, for example, with the circle one that I did or with the triangle one that I did, I just did maybe like five minutes of it and made sure I geared it into later on throughout the week where she showed the actual shape that we were doing. So I just kind of like reiterated, remember, this is our shape. This is what we're working on yeah. and watch what she does. So that's kind of how I did it. Instead of doing okay. the whole straight 30 minutes, that would have took up my whole free Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can do that. But that sounds fun. And how much is the membership? Is it like a monthly thing? It is. You can choose monthly or you can choose yearly. I got in when um, she had the special for the All-Stars, which was $17 a month. So that's what... Nice. Was, okay. Yes. <laughs> I gotta. I think I'm gonna look into that cause, for my local because that, that would be nice to have different. You know, karate. I like that. But the boys. Yes. I have so many boys this year. Like almost all my classes are boys with like one or two girls sprinkled in. So I feel I've like I've been seeing that. Like a lot of the all stars has been saying that they have a whole lot of girls. That like, is, do anybody have any of uh, a lot of boys or a lot of girls? Like yeah. maybe I've been seeing boys though, and. It sounds familiar because, like, even when I taught um, my pre-K, I always had a whole lot of boys. It made really? Like five girls. And we had, our class was, was class size of the pre-K was 20 uh, together. Yeah. That's a and, lot of kids. Yes. And just imagine if you have, like, 10 or 13 boys or, yeah. you know, and then it was, and then a little bit of girls and you just like, oh. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. And, and then with our kindergarten. worked out. Yeah, you have 28. And so, yeah. A lot of boys. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. Okay. So, you had the online school and then you decided that you're going to do local. So, you're setting that up. And yeah. when are you, when are you planning, hoping that it's all going to be up and running? It should, like, um, I start my K 
camp. So I am doing a camp. I'm doing okay. summer camp. That's on the 29th of this month. So I do start that this month. I have like a morning session, an evening session. I do like an 8.30 to 11.30. Then I do a 12.30 to 3.30. Or okay. I'll do the full day if they choose to pay the full day with a little bit more extra that they have to pay for full day, which is the 8.30 to 3.30. Okay. And um, that's going to be plan B, which mm-hmm. will be in my front room. Okay. So we've um, actually moved all the furniture out and um, I'm going to be setting that up for the meantime until they're complete, but they should be done within the next two to three weeks. Nice. Yay. That's so exciting. It is. It is. So are you having two separate, I know you said some kids stay for the full day. So are you having two separate classes, like a morning class and an afternoon class? Yes. So okay. if I have like the, um, if I have one that comes in, I, I prefer the ones that's going to stay all day to come to the evening, the second session. That way um, I can have them up until 3.30, but it's like two of them that needs it from 8.30 to 3.30. So in that time where we're doing like the 11.30 to the 12.30 when the other kids are coming in, I'll do like a lunch for them and just like a quiet time. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, They'll possibly even do an activity like a craft while I'm teaching with the other kids. And I have, um, I have my mother that's going to be helping. So she'll have a, yeah, she'll possibly do like a craft setup with them. And then I can do like the circle time with the evening kids. And then I'll have them all join in together after I do my circle time. That way they won't have to double with the same circle time. You know, that's kind of what I found myself doing now. And I I have the morning class from nine to 12 and then an, a half hour lunch break and then mm-hmm. an afternoon class from 1230 to 330. And Joy said, she's like, don't have them stay all day. And I was like, oh, you know, I might, you know, and yes. now I'm like kind of regretting it. I should have listened to Joy. I'm regretting it because I, I have like three kids that stay on all day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And right now one oh, really? kid stays all day, Tuesday, Thursday. And I mean- like it fills the classes. Cause now they just, I sit and we eat lunch. They bring a lunch from home or whatever, but, yeah. but yeah, now we have the thing of like, they're kind of doing the same circle time in the second class. They're kind of, you know, and I'm like, it, it makes it so much harder to have to like, do I have to plan like 10 different, different lessons, lessons right now, instead of just five different, you know, like, what did I do to myself? yeah it's it's harder I've already signed him up for this year but I think next year I'm gonna go back to only half days that's what the program was meant to like my program was meant to do because man it's and that takes away my lunch break because now I'm eating lunch with the kids in the classroom instead of because I did have getting your time and no and I'm like what did I do to myself my husband's like I know originally you said you weren't gonna do it and then I always do that I'm always like yeah I could just do this and then I regret it. That was me. That was yeah. me. So don't feel bad. Don't be yourself up. I was the same way because it was like, it was mainly like um, my online kids that I had and they were really pushing because they was like, well, are you going to do all day? And I'm just like, uh, no. But then it <laughs> yeah. was just like, I guess I can just do like five kids, which was, I had five online kids. So I was like, yeah. I can just do the five. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. I know know. it always it always yeah no next year next year I will yes that's what these are the lessons we learn you yeah like I've learned so next year when I do my marketing and all of that I'm gonna be like 
Half day. Half day. Yeah. <laughs> this time or this time? Because I yes. actually do Monday through Thursday, but I have Friday is considered like two days out of the month. It's considered fun field Friday. So we'll do like a, go on a field trip or I'll have like events set up to where we'll do uh, crafts and do a movie or just, just different stuff like that. We may have like a water day or, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's just going to be strictly like fun field. And I have that for an additional price. So okay. it's not because it's not included in my tuition. So if they choose to do it, then I have to pay for that Friday. Yeah. 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 That was another thing I did this year. I had classes Monday through Thursday all year. And it was like the most amazing thing ever for a whole year, only like having three day weekends every week. I've never had that in my life. I've always worked like three jobs until I started, you know, like, and I loved it. And then now I'm like, well, we could do five days because now the program's full and blah, blah, blah. And I'm two weeks into it. And I'm like, what have I done? I'm like, I'm I don't get my five days anymore. I know. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, all the things, the reasons that I like, you know, and I just had the baby. So I'm like, I, I all the you reasons did. I'm like branching out and starting all these things. And I'm like, wait, the reasons were so I wouldn't have to work so much. And now I'm have just like, I can work more. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's so hard though when you have the option to like put out more things and offer more yeah, things. It to is, people. It is. It's more work, but it's also like expanding the business. So it's kind of like a give and take, you know what I mean? Yeah, it is. Definitely hard. <laughs> but it so is. how much how much do you charge for your program? So for my four day a week it's two sixty. Okay. And for the two day a week it's one I just changed it. 195 yeah okay 195 and did you and get those prices by like looking at centers and home cares in your area did you kind of average the two or how did you come up with those prices basically um I actually tried to look up the centers in my area and I know like one of the places because I actually will go up there and do like activities with the kids outside so I didn't want to go up there but all of the ones for me to get the actual prices, it was like I would have to register, and, and I was like, "No, they're so shady about that." No, uh, no. I was like, no, I don't put your do prices. That. I know, because Joy always says, you know, Joy says, "Put your price out there because it's a waste of time if yeah. people can't afford you and then they're coming in." Which I totally agree with. Like, I would rather just put it out there, and if they can't, yeah. you know, if it's not for them, then we won't waste They'll both of our on, time. Right. So I don't understand why. Like that was the same here. Like so many places around me didn't have their prices listed. And I'm like, am I going to have to be shady and like pretend that I want your care? I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. But it is frustrating. <laughs> it is. But I have like one, I have a um, a district school that's on the corner down, like cat a corner from me. Okay. I have one actual child care center and then um, two or three like daycare homes. Mm. So I'm the only like preschool in my area, but yeah. you know, and yeah. I know one of the um, daycare homes, they actually do teach. I don't know if her hours, I tried to look her up too, but same thing. And I was like, no, I don't want them. <laughs> Cause it was like, as soon as I went in there, it was like, how can we help you? And I was like, no, I know your price. <laughs> yeah, totally. totally. So, um, I, I wasn't able to do that, but the way I actually came up with my prices is I just kind of based on um, everything that I was including and um, with the Spanish, because I actually got the program for the Spanish. So I just kind of like did that and people are still telling me that I'm still like ripping myself off, but 
again, I'm just starting out again, and um, I want to wait until I build up, and then, like, I'll next year, like, probably raise the prices, so I just kind of thought about that, thought about the area that I'm in, because, like, the area I'm in is low income, so I didn't want to put it too high to where I get people that don't really look, you know, and yeah. don't not really interested, so I want it to be a little bit affordable, and um, I thought about doing, like, a weekly hundred and something a week, but I was like, no, because that's going to make it to where they're not going to be able to do it, and especially with us still kind of just now trying to come out of the pandemic, others still going back to work. So I just had to think about all of that. And that's how I just, I just kind of put it together. Awesome. Nice. So tell me about how the all-stars helped you on this journey. How, how did joy and being part of the preschool all-stars group help you? They've helped a whole lot. So, (laughs) um, with the all-stars, even with joy, just everything that she pours out, like, pour out into you, pour out, um, that she's learned. Um, I can say a lot of it that she, she talks about is literally true. I mean, cause going through like getting my master's, all of that stuff, um, with the NACI and all of that, it, it's really good. So it just, that's what kind of pulled me. Cause I was just like, okay, she follows NACI. That's what Head Start follows. Um, so I know that and Head Start is basically like the preschool. They start you, they're starting at two and on up. So um, I knew that that was something that was good. And with the All-Star, just all the encouragement, like, you know how you get a whole group of ladies together and you get that downing and all of that it was none of that like it's like everybody is always like building you up when you have Mm -hmm. a problem like that's just the place where you can go and just be like vent like you know like Mm -hmm. how you how you are with some of your some of your family that you can just go to and talk to them I just know if I put something out there with the all-stars I know it's not going to be like hard cut criticism it's going to be something that's going to come back to me with encouragement or you know don't beat yourself up or try this you know so just different things like that um is what I really really loved about being in the group with the all-stars like it's just it's another family totally I agree I agree yeah so is your um local preschool is it licensed are you working with licensing or is it unlicensed so I started off with licensing, but it was going to really set me back because they're just now going back into the field and trying to get caught up. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm not going to do this. So she told me I needed to write a letter or sign this paper to withdraw out of it because they were going to have to um, come out and do measurements and yeah. all this type of stuff. And then when, once it was done and because I kept getting put back with the rain and all of that with the building, then that was like, I would still get put back with them. And the way they were putting it to me was if I did do the licensing, I couldn't actually keep kids until I got approved. And I was like, no. Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, no, I know that I can, because actually here, I don't know. I know every state is different, but if we are doing a certain amount of hours, like we say with up under those hours a week, then um, you can do the, part day school is what they call it so it will be listed as a part day school but it still falls under daycare but um, when you do your application you check part day school and you can uh, actually do it without being licensed and there's no limit to kids what there's no limit 
No. Oh my God. I said that too. I said, so you're telling me that as long as I stay up under these 15, 16 hours a week, like I can't go over. If I do go over, then I have to be licensed. Okay. But if I stay up under that, there's no limit of, and she said, no, you just have to stay because you're, you're not licensed. So it's like, they don't have to come in checked or wow. anything like that. But she said, just make sure you don't go over because if we hear or find out, then we're going to come out. So I was like, got it. <laughs> if that but was yeah. the case here, I wouldn't probably wouldn't be licensed either because gosh, licensing is a pain and I'm allowed six kids. I'm allowed four kids without a license and six kids with a license. So oh, really? I got a license, but whew, it's been a, it's been, I just got renewed and it was like, I'd spent the last like few months, like stressing about it, you know? Yeah, if I could have is. as many kids as I wanted and just stay under the hours, which I probably do anyway. Oh man, mm-hmm. Oklahoma. You said you're in Oklahoma? That's where you're at? Yes. Yeah. I was shocked. I was like, I know this is supposed to be a pain. But when she told me that, I was like, okay, let me clarify this. Like, because <laughs> yeah. I'm like totally at an awe. Because Oklahoma is always like so much harder, uh, like just different than other states. To mm-hmm. try to get stuff done, I don't understand why. Yeah, but yeah, so I was just like, I got it. Yeah, I'm totally. It. I'm totally. not doing this. So, so was, how I mean, many? Like, how many kids are you gonna have in your class? Do you think? What are you gonna cap it at? Uh, I want to say now for now, I'll say sixteen. But if I get twenty-four, I'm cool with that. And that's that's not twenty-four at one time. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's just like with different, like total all together with the different breakup of the classes, twenty four. Okay. But for my max, I would not want to go over like per class ten to like twelve. Okay. I don't want to go over that amount. So per class, I I would prefer to have like ten to twelve. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My whole program right now is capped at twenty four because I have two, you know, four six kids in each class and four classes, so it works out like that. But Man, if I could have more, I probably would. I probably would. Actually, I like the small class sizes. I mean, and it's a good thing to advertise. You know, parents are like, what? Only six kids in a class? That's like unheard of for most places. So it actually is, it it works in my favor. It's much better. It is much better. And I mean, again, coming from having to have 24 to 28 in one class. Oh, yeah, totally. When I say 10, I'm like, I'm in Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know when I taught first grade, I had 21 and then like I came and had six at a time and I was like, what? This is amazing. Yes, so nice. More one-on-one. Yeah, totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love the one-on-one time. That's what I always wanted when I was teaching in the district was one-on-one time, you know, like, I did. and you know, and that's what they want really too. Hard. It was like it was almost hard. impossible. Yeah. You get the small group, you know, but those kids need like, they need one-on-one, you know, when you're that they age. Do. And it would like hurt my heart every day that I'm like, I couldn't give them the attention they need. I know they need more attention. Yeah. So it is nice to be able to give them that attention now. Definitely. Yes, it is. Yeah. So I know that your local preschool isn't even officially open yet. It will be in a couple of weeks, but what are your next plan? What are your big plans for it? Like your next steps? I mean, I know this is crazy to ask because this is your next big step, but what would you oh, what I have would a dream Oh, of course you do. That's what I want to hear. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. So really after um, after getting this going and doing it for a while, again, my next step is to actually have that big building that I'm really wanting. So, okay. and that's what I was going to say. Eventually later on, I will end up doing licensing because of the simple fact that 
I actually want an actual school building. Like one of the things I've been paying attention to now, because we've had a few like daycares that have actually shut down and it's like two of them that was actually selling their place. And I was like, Ooh, if I could afford it, like right now, yeah. I would have just went and got it. But, yeah. um, that, and I'm also, I'm going to check into it. This will probably be a couple of years from now, but how it would be like within, um, a school district or tying into another childcare center and okay. partnering with them. So yeah. those are like some goals are things that I'm thinking of and mm-hmm. trying to do, but again, it'll be like a couple of years down. I want to get, get this going and get my feel for being back, like teaching and yeah. on managing my own. Actually. And, yeah. yeah managing. Totally. Cause totally. When I did my daycare, I had that for like 18, 19 years. So I've been out of the loop for that for about mm, almost six, seven years. Yeah. So yeah. just trying to get myself back into it first. And then those are my goals. Yeah. I love yeah. those goals. That sounds awesome. And I'm sure you will make them. You Thank seem like you. you're the person who makes a goal and makes it happen. Yes, I, try, <laughs> I mean, that's I pretty much what the all-stars are, right? We're just a bunch of yes, leaders who make a goal and make, make it happen. happen. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's what Joy push us for. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. My last and final question yes. for the ladies who are like where you were at maybe a year ago or so and thinking about, I've always wanted to start my own thing or can I do this or can I quit my job and start my own? But what, what would you say to them? So I would tell them anybody that is on the fence, you can do what you want to do. You just have to believe in yourself, basically. I mean, that's just, that's kind of like, I tell my kids, my preschoolers, we have a pledge. We do um, a pledge that's similar to the Pledge of Allegiance, but it's their pledge. And it's basically saying that if I believe in myself, I can do whatever I want to do. I can make my dreams come true. So basically, if you feel that you can do that, even if you don't have a good degree, even if you have that little like no person in the back of your mind is telling you no or you know somebody that's telling you you won't succeed go for it push it like you have to again believe in yourself you can do whatever you want to do and that's what I will tell you like that's that that was one of my things like I one of the reasons why I put the book aside and I hadn't even did anything is because of the simple fact that I didn't know where to start. I didn't think I can do it. And once I started reading and hearing and listening to her YouTube and hearing how she was saying that you can do it and having the different like people talk about it and reading like in the preschool system, all of that, I was just like, I can do this. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I got it. Yeah. And I still was frustrated. But again, if you just push yourself, believe in yourself you can do it. Amen. Love that. Awesome. (laughs) Well, I want to thank you so much, Samiko, for talking to me. I enjoyed your story and I wish you all the best of luck. We're opening. Thank you. It's going to be amazing. Thank you. And congratulations on the baby. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Great time talking to you. You have a great night. Thank you. 
If you love today's episode, then you are going to love this. I want to give you a free gift in your hands. This is a copy of my book, Start Your Preschool, and I want to get it to you for free. Yes, I said for free. It is a 300-page book. It'll help you learn the step-by-step process to actually starting your local or your online preschool. Every single step that I walked myself through, as well as the thousands of women who've created their own successful preschools have gone through the exact steps listed in this book. Not to mention, I also share 20 amazing women's stories. So as you can see how not only did it work for me, but it works for amazing women just like you as well. I want to get you this free copy. Just go to freepreschoolbook.com or click the link in the description and we'll get it to you today. Again, just go to freepreschoolbook.com and we'll get it right to you.